Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Venice Talks, episode number seven. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Venice Talks. Today, I have the honor to speak to Raffaele Desi, who is the PR for Atelier Petrolonghi. He is an art and fashion historian. He is a TV consultant for historic documentary. He is an event organizer, an architect, a dancer, musician. And what else, Raffaele? How are you? <laughs> Hi, hello. Uh... Well, well, I think that you say many of the things that I do in my life, but, uh, you know, at last it's very hard to make a summary of uh, <laughs> all the things that I usually do every morning. <laughs> well, would I, okay, I'll tell you what, I have a word that summarizes it all, Renaissance man. Well, that's uh, usually is the way that people call me. If oh, I have okay, to I see, I see. Because, you know, usually Renaissance man is when you do everything, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah It's quite fun, but really, really, really. The, you know, I, I work many times for ZDF, uh, uh, Atlantis film, and they always say, now we are going to call our Renaissance man. <laughs> that's it. So that's it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, let's start with your main occupation, that is organizing events uh, and uh, do the PR marketing and consultation for Atelier Petrolonghi. Who yeah. is uh, and what is Atelier Petrolonghi? Atelier Petrolonghi is a, a dream that is born uh, in 1994, uh, made by Francesco Brigi and uh, Anna Maria Zappella, that decide to change totally their life uh, to begin with this uh, great experience that is made the uh, perfect reproduction of costumes, uh, a historical dress from middle age till 1910. Mm -hmm. And uh, in so many years, it uh, grows up. So they start with 10 costumes. And uh, after about 25 years, uh, we have more than 300. Wow. And uh, we work all around the world, most with uh, museums mm -hmm. and um, uh, great production for documentary because we work very much in details. So mm. we work a lot in uh, close-up and all the details from the jewels to the kind of fabric, kind of cut. And, mm -hmm. um, of course, when you have so many costumes and you live in Venice, uh, we also organize events in this city mm -hmm. uh, where the quality, you know, is quite important because when you are into the most beautiful palazzos, I think, of all, all over the world, and you are organizing an event in costume, mm -hmm. you know, the, the folk costume in Venice is the, the fashion uh, that was every day used by Veronese or mm -hmm. by Tiziano or by Tiepolo. And so at, at last, our idea of folk is quite particular. And so we organize events that 
try to save the, the real culture, the folk culture mm-hmm. of, uh, of Venice. So just to be clear, you do not organize only events for Carnival. Of course, Carnival is one of your main time when you are, you know, very, very busy with the, with the costume. But you don't just do this. You actually very um, involved with reenactments, right? Uh, yeah, all yeah, over, not work, just uh, Italy, but all over, uh, all over Europe, or if not all over the world. Am I yeah. correct? The word, <laughs> you're right when you say okay. the word. And this moment, Francesco is going to Ludwig's walk that is uh, in the north of Germany. Mm-hmm. And uh, past week, uh, he was in uh, um, Palmanova, that is in the north of Italy, where there is the uh, biggest reenactment of the uh, 17th century of all Italy, the second uh, in Europe, yeah, uh, one week ago. Ago, there were 2,500 people wearing oh, wow. 17th century costumes, uh, um, reenacting a day of uh, wow. um, yeah, into Palmanova, that you know is a yes, a, is a perfectly and well served city of 17th century. It's a mm-hmm. star city, and so also the plan of the city is quite particular. And this reenactment is a very important reenactment um, in. Uh, you know, in all Europe, from mm-hmm. all Europe, people comes here. And three weeks ago, uh, it was in Linden, that is uh, in Germany too, mm-hmm. uh, for uh, a Baroque event where they provide many costumes. And what is also very important is that we bring with us um, many things that we sail all around Europe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have customers that wait for us in all those places. Mm-hmm. And what is nice is that we show that in this city, in Venice, uh, of course in Serenissima, because the atelier in this moment is in Noale, it's not mm-hmm. anymore in the historical center of Venice. Yeah, you, uh, you only moved out for, because of logistic reasons and space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, because was... you want, not because you wanted to leave Venice, but because no, no, you just no, no, couldn't no. fit in anymore <laughs> because you were too big. We were too big and uh, also, you know, when you work a lot out from Venice, yes. um, it's very hard from the logistic point of view of where course. you don't have your car, you have to have your boat, you of know, course. a rainy day like today that is not yeah. a so nice day, uh, if you have to charge everything in a boat and after you have to bring everything into a, crazy. a van, uh, yeah. it's crazy and so you lose just one day just waiting yeah. for the sun. Yeah, and yeah, so, times as well, a lot of yeah. times, not just yeah. the logistics, but time as well that is uh, and So important. really, you know, uh, as we grow up, uh, with the, all these kind of works, um, we have to have a place where we can work in uh, 21st century, not uh, of course. In, uh, Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So it, the spirit is a... Renaissance, but the life, you know. Yeah, of course, it's a uh, 20, 20, uh, 21st century, 21st sorry, century. not 20. I was, uh, I was ready on the 22nd uh, century. Okay, well, okay, let's go, uh, let's talk a bit logistics here as we were just starting talking about that. How long mm-hmm. does it usually take for a costumes to come, uh, to come alive? Well, a lot depends by the costume. I mean, okay, uh, let's say a lady, a, la- have... a lady costume, because men I know is a bit different because, of course, you. Um, it's longer. Usually, it's yeah. longer. Usually, it's yeah, longer. A lady's male costume. One. Uh, a lady's costume in one month working a lot can be wow. ready. Yeah, because, you know, of course, we are talking about uh, a costume, for example, where we have the fabric. Because uh-huh. if you need a perfect reproduction for a paint, of course, you need the, to wait for and the, the yeah. yeah, we have to to order it and to have uh, 
uh, the fabric that usually is handmade. Mm -hmm. And so we have to, to wait that uh, the loom is ready and after the, the fabric is ready. So because usually uh, we try... Because something mm -hmm. very particular about your company, about Atelier Petrolonghi, is that... Uh, is the attention to the details doesn't that just doesn't just go to the looks of uh, you know of our semi must be made or, or the cut it goes down to the right to the fabric to begin with it's yeah, got yeah. to be like Everything. the original one doesn't it yeah yeah this is of course we are talking about uh, the perfect reproduction because there are def different levels of reproduction mm -hmm. so we we start from the copy that is perfect look like the original and we arrive to something that when you see from all sides is a perfect reproduction but we know uh, that is not for example mm -hmm. um you use inside uh, iron instead of bones or things uh -huh. like this that uh, for sure, you know, uh, is different the kind of work that there is inside. From outside, you see the perfect reproduction, but it's not a copy. Uh, mm -hmm. And so for a long copy, it takes a long time because you have to have all the materials look like the original. Mm -hmm. um, when you are making a reproduction, but uh, as a reenactors, uh, have to be perfect, but uh, for example, you use the sewing machine. Uh, mm. That when you're working on a real uh, copy, you cannot mm -hmm. use also the sewing machine. You have to do everything by hand. And as you can imagine, it takes long, long, long of time course, and a month to make a copy yeah. like this. But usually we do this kind of work only for museums. Okay. Museum, and uh, I know you, uh, wherever possible, your fabrics are always from Venice or in any case from Italy. Am I yeah, yeah. correct? Always. Yeah, yeah, but always. No, okay. <laughs> there's from the linen uh, till the external fabric, only Italian fabric. Oh. And sometimes it, it's complicated because, of course, I know, for example, like with Bevilacqua, with uh, uh, Fortune and so on, you've got to wait for the fabric such a long time. Yeah, yeah, you they, have to you wait. Know, uh, if I have to be sincere, we use much more Rubelli. Oh, okay. Um, that, uh, you know, is a worldwide uh, producer, but he produces everything in north of Italy, as he has also the place where they make the silk, not only mm -hmm. they work on silk. Um, and so as they have a big production, we can ask, uh, and usually they, are, uh, they have also a great, great, great archive. Uh, okay. And so we can take something there, and the time is a little bit... Uh, uh, you know, easier. For example, to use, uh, uh, you, you, you say, um, uh, Fortuny. For example, mm -hmm. it's very hard to use Fortuny for uh, a costume that after you have to wear. Okay. Because, uh, the fabric, you know, is um, a particular kind of stamp mm -hmm. fabric. Um, it means that uh, the, um, the, you cannot wash it, for example. Ah, like when you wear right. a costume, you want to clean it. Of course, um, because you're going to be so, giving yeah. it to people and renting it, or you're going to so, sell it, and the person is going to use it over and over. Of course, right. you have to be able to so wash it. So if a person is, uh, if you are making uh, a, a costume for a private, we say, uh, of course, he can bring the fabric he wants, and we can make what he wants. But uh, when we are... Um, working for things that we have to rent many times. Yeah, it's of very course. Hard that we use, uh, uh, um, for example, um, uh, it, uh, yeah, uh, Fortuny, because you cannot wash in water. Yeah, yeah of course. Or, for example, also um, Bevilacqua mm -hmm. uh, uh, is work uh, only by hand. 
-hmm. usually if you put it on water you have the problem that the the kind of uh, uh, work in fabric um, mm -hmm. have different reaction to oh, water right. okay. so uh, you, usually you always use uh, dry clean with this kind yeah. of fabric okay. but dry clean works only for things that are wearing only for one person gosh uh, okay now, now he explains you know because of course people just go oh yeah i want to rent a costumes then you know don't get offended by this but i know a lot of mm -hmm. people go oh my god it costs a lot of money uh they don't realize how involved it is and the yeah. cost before and after for the company that produces the costume. So, uh, yeah. you know. First is a long, uh, of course, a, a great uh, cost to produce the costume. Of course. And after all the time that you wear a costume, all the, inter the internal parts have to be washed because as I don't want to wear something that someone course, used before exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> for me, it's the same. Above all in this time of pandemics yeah, but, and COVID and so we, we, on. We, we, were, so. we are famous for this kind of uh, um, behaviors towards our um, friends and guests. Uh, mm -hmm. So usually uh, we really, we, we, we wash the, the interior of the costume uh, mm -hmm. all the time that we, we have a rehearsal or something like this. Of course. Um, the external part, um, and we wash them and we put it uh, in a washing machine while the external part goes to um uh to dry, dry, dry cleaner clean. yeah, yeah, yeah. dry cleaner it means that for example purse as we use a real purse uh, you have to take off all the purse because in the dry clean they kill the purse um oh, so, so every to... time you have to take them off and, and then put, put them, them back on. That is <laughs> yes. time consuming. You oh cannot God. imagine how oh long gosh. is okay. a word. That's the reason because you, usually uh, are... Listen, I hope you rent those costumes very rarely. <laughs> because otherwise... There are some costumes that when people say, I want to rent it. Mm, no. No. <laughs> no, sorry. Booked. It's not available. It's yeah, not available it's booked, usually. It's booked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, another great thing that the Atelier Longhi does at the, well, two things that you do during the carnival is one is a chocolate mm -hmm. event. Uh, and the second one is uh, um, you get to, uh, your company gets to design the costume for, for? The, the eagle. <laughs> we call the eagle. The, yeah. the, fly so the flight of the eagle. Of the eagle. Okay. So how did this happen? How did you get involved in this? Um, one year when there was uh, Rampello as uh, um, director of uh, Carnival of Venice mm -hmm. um, we were talking about a great project you know that uh, San March is the lion is represented by the lion mm -hmm. uh, and we also have the fly of the angel yes. um, that uh, um, comes from the Renaissance mm -hmm. and uh, in this year there was also a very big uh, um what's the camel toro? Oh the bull. The bull um in front of the um, uh, of the dogana. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the only um uh, evangelist that uh, was not presented uh, as we have the lion that is San March, uh, the angel that is uh, San Matteo. Uh, the Toro that is San Luca, there was ah. just San Giovanni that was the eagle. He was and missing so... <laughs> from the representation. Oh. And so at last, uh, born the, the fly of the eagle, 
And okay. from this moment, that is the second Sunday, the, the, the central of the Sunday yeah. of the Fat Carnival, it's called. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So we start, made the, the first of this uh, eagle, uh, eagle, eagle costume. And, uh, you know, it's... I didn't know this. Oh, this yeah. is so interesting. I, I didn't actually realize the, um, the symbols were related to the evangelist. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you think, uh, <laughs> it's okay. quite fun, but really, uh, during Carnival, there are many, many, many um, messages that uh, arrive from culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 the party about the Toro on yeah, the bull. Yeah. Thursday uh, is uh, a, a well-known event, you know, that all the people who make masks in the city, yes. uh, they work in, uh, in a big reenactment uh, yeah. with, um, with an event in San Marco Square about yeah. the, the bone, no, non mi viene toro. Uh, bull, 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 red bull, bull. red bull. bull. Facciamo right. pubblicità anche bull. se, okay. we'll do some advertising if I'm not allowed to. But in this way I remember bull from this yeah. moment. So the, the bull is one of the oldest traditions. The, come si chiama, the, the angel is yeah, the flight of one angel. of the oldest tradition of the city. Uh, you know, the gonfalon of the city, the, the, fly, the, the flag of the city that comes mm-hmm. back uh, in the um, tower bell at mm-hmm. the end of carnival is an uh, old tradition. Uh, and so at last there was lost, uh, we can say, just this mm. fourth um, character. And, you know, in, uh, in this city, uh, San Giovanni is evangelista. It's very important. It's yeah, uh, very, very important. You know, yeah. we have one of the oldest uh, yeah. um, Scuole Grandi. Yes, is, I'm actually uh, going to put them better due to do an interview with us. Mm. So I'm going to be speaking uh, with yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the people of Scuola Grande, this, uh, San Giovanni perfect, Evangelista. Perfect. In this way, you know, uh, at last is uh, an important, really important uh, character of uh-huh. the carnival that was important that at last we can summarize all the aspects of the city. Another thing that you do for the carnival that I think is really, really nice is you, you uh, give the costumes for Festa delle Marie. Yeah. Uh, and I, am I r- wrong in saying that uh, this year, or was it last year, you actually did the new version? It was, was this, it... Uh, this year. This it year. was this year you changed Past carnival. Okay. So usually we say last year, but it's this year. Yeah. Uh, it was Carnival 2022. Okay, so yeah, this year, yeah. And um, uh, we have just made, and uh, Francesco decided to make uh, uh, a particular model, as it's mm-hmm. not uh, simply um, an end of uh, 15th century model as the oldest one, uh, but he wanted to make something that was full renaissance, because this year we were looking for a, a reborn of mm-hmm. uh, our spirit, of our life, and mm-hmm. of many things. And so he, he used Veronese as a uh, mm, fashion designer, inspiration. Okay. Uh, and from Veronese, he made these uh, 12 Beautiful. costumes. It's yeah. beautiful because they go around for what's that, two weeks nearly, mm. uh, participating in events, uh, uh, walking around Venice with these beautiful costumes. And it's, um, it's beautiful to see all these girls going around. And they're all beautiful girls, usually, and yeah, yeah. Uh, very nice thing. Uh, Back to you. is the spirit they have in this yes. way. Well, it is the spirit nice. of, yeah, it's the spirit <laughs> of carnival, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Back to you. So 
Biodu this uh, for Atelier Petrolonghi, but you're also mm -hmm. a TV consultant. Uh, you uh, work, uh, you give, um, we consult you when we need to do historic documentaries all over the world mm -hmm. because of this knowledge that you have in fashion. But particularly, it's not just the knowledge in fashion, uh, historic fashion, but you, the attention to details because you tend to be very like, uh, uh, no, that's not the way. Am I correct? Yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> I know you. I know you. <laughs> no, that, that is so big. I mean, okay, between me and you, there is something I cannot stand sometimes when I see TV shows and, you know, uh, historic dramas and films. And all of a sudden, I see somebody wearing something. I'm thinking, no, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have worn that in bad days. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't yeah. look right, uh, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, maybe it's yeah, because you know, I've been hanging yeah. around with you guys too long, maybe. <laughs> Uh, we always say that uh, stay close, our atelier is uh, an ill. After a few mm. time, you became, uh, you know, a part of the staff and really you realize that there is something wrong. Mm. Um, what I usually say is that, uh, mm, you know, it's, it's not so important that everything has to be perfect because uh, if you're making a, a big production for, uh, and, you know, or for many people who have to see for TV or mm -hmm. uh, or movie uh, for mm -hmm. cinema, um, you know, at last that you make the uh, hundreds of perfect costumes, no one realizes it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I always say that if you make one mistake, for sure in the thousands of people or million, because when we talk about uh, big production, we talk about mm -hmm. million people, um, they for sure, there will be someone who will find the mistake. Of course. And so at last, uh, I prefer to be always, always, always correct. Mm -hmm. Also, if sometime is very hard, you know, when we were working about uh, Casanova, for example, yes. um, we have big problem to find the right instruments, to mm. find everything that have to be of uh, 18th century. And uh, also mm, when you um, make the tone of the instruments, mm -hmm. uh, in this moment, our hair, uh, uh, hear the music in a different way uh, oh. than in 18th century. All right. Um, yeah, it was a really different kind of uh, tune. Uh, now, music is uh, higher. Mm. And so I have to to ask to all the singers and to all the players to uh, use the uh, the music uh, one tone and half uh, lower. Oh my God! Go and down. It's not so easier because I know, mm, I know. I mean, know. if you are a soprano, it's really dead hard to start singing as a contralto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that is also the reason because when you look for the. Uh, the right voice, you cannot call a soprano, but a compa uh, yeah, an alto. Yeah, yeah. Really, because when you make a reconstruction, of course, not many people will understand it. Um, yeah, but you, that you're working and you're doing, is it, it's like anything, it is, you know, any creation somebody do. You know that maybe people will not notice it, but you know it inside. Yeah, yeah. And, you think, and you cannot live with that. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. you know that's wrong uh, every time you also because you only see only the wrong thing not yeah, all the others course, but course. for example i want to tell you something quite fun uh, we were working in the galileo production mm -hmm. 
Uh, and uh, I, I don't know if you know that the first uh, Cannocchiale yes. uh, uh, was uh, presented here in Venice. Absolutely, at the Doge's Palace, right? Uh, no, it was no? Uh, in uh, the San Marco Tower Bell. Ah, okay. Well, okay, I knew uh, it was in St. Mark's yeah, somewhere. Because, I thought it was uh, Doge's the Doge's Palace. Okay. In the Doge's Palace, there is a great paint, but that's a 19th century paint. It's a Nyan's paint that uh, it's talk a about fake. this. Great... Yeah, that's a fake. <laughs> no, it's not a fake. It's, an it's original fake news. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't invent nothing. Okay. <laughs> also fake news. fake news. So the real one was presented in the San Marco Tower Bell. Mm-hmm. But you know that the Tower Bell fell down in uh, 1911. Yeah. And in this moment, the interior, the interior of the Tower Bell is made in conglomerate. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a structure, a, a really modern structure. In the center, there is an elevator or a lift. Mm-hmm. I don't know which word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. So we are sure that uh, if you make a, um, a scene inside, for sure is a fake. Of course. Um, so we decide to work together with the director and uh, with the scientist from Germany uh, to organize not the first presentation, but we have to change a little bit the script to say that uh, all the senators after the first presentation want to see the canocchiale. And so they were bring in another place to see the this new invention and the other place uh, we decide to use the Scala Contarini del Bovolo okay. uh, that uh, is perfectly look like in the period and uh-huh. what you see outside is perfectly of the period of course and so at last uh, to be more close to an original moment mm-hmm. we decide to postpone this kind of presentation not the first presentation but of one of the presentation that Galileo made of course, so of course. at last we didn't fail a lie <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah of course it's not is in an original place uh, with an original view and not something totally wrong that it would be if it was in the real place that was of the course. marco tower bell so okay. also if it is strange uh, you you can say you take care of this kind of details Yes, because, you know, all the people that go on the San Marco Tower Bell, they see um, there is inside, uh, right, that from this Tower Bell was presented the first Canocchiale. For us, really was um, something wrong to say that we show from this Tower Bell because it's not this Tower Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what was I going to say to you yes uh, you are working at a new project at the moment a new documentary am yeah. I correct yeah yeah we are working on um, uh, Amerigo Vespucci okay uh, and that's a really really interesting project uh, simply because not many people know that um, Amerigo Vespucci uh, at the beginning was uh, um uh, works for family Medici in Florence. Uh-huh. Uh, he was a banker. Uh, his family was a banker family. Um, so uh, we are working also in the beginning of his life okay. uh, when his friends were people like Botticelli 
and uh, he met Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, his house was uh, built by Leon Battista Alberti. So oh, this really... is uh, going to be very interesting documentary. Is it going to yeah. be in English too or in Italian? Which language? Uh, German uh, and French because uh, this uh, project are um, uh, presented in uh, Germany and France. Ah, Usually okay. we don't uh, have presentation in Italian. Only okay. private presentation in Italy. Yeah, yeah, of course. So to the people that get, get to be your, uh, what do you call it? How do you say comparison in Italian? Standing <laughs> extra, people. extra. Yeah. The extras, the extras. But <laughs> I got to say, it was yeah. one of the best experiences in my life. I finally, yeah. I know, a few years ago, what's that? Three, four years, three years ago, wasn't it? Three, I managed uh, Raffaele when uh, it advertised, oh, I'm looking for some extras. Are you free this day? And I went, yeah, yes, straight away. <laughs> And I got to say, one of the best, best, best experiences of my life, because I got finally to crown my dream of wearing one of your costumes. And at the same time, one of the worst, because I finally realized what it is to wear one of your costumes. (laughs) (laughs) Now you understand. (laughs) Yes. And it was, oh, my God. I also had a very bad back of a day. And I remember, oh, my God, it was pure agony. Uh, it was the dress was beautiful because it was beautiful, but I was I keep thinking of the poor women that before me had to wear on a day-to-day basis <laughs> that kind of stuff well, was know, like poor things, you know. The biggest work they had to make was to move from an armchair to another armchair. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, okay. You still have hurt. to stand, you have it's to make still many hurt. things. Yeah, and let's not talk in having to go to the bathroom. That was like yeah, an yeah, adventure, yeah. an adventure. At the period, it, also the things were quite different. Uh, and it was very funny because that when we when it was time to go, it was me, Marisa, and another lady. We look at each other said okay girls let's go in free <laughs> <laughs> so we can help each other <laughs> it sure. was fun it was fun yeah, so yeah. i want to know you originally were an architect you were yeah. an architect for a while uh, in venice as well yes yeah yeah i work in, okay uh, how did you go how did you go from architect to fashion historian consultant uh, well, fashion historical consultant is a great part of my uh, studies. Okay. Uh, I love architecture, but, uh, you know, at last uh, there is a moment when you realize that people around you, when um, your customer, when you call your customer to talk about projects, usually they have a um, heartbreak <laughs> because they say, oh, my God, he found a new problem on our house because yeah. you know in venice usually we work in oh, renovation yeah. and so usually you are gonna call people only to talk about problems mm-hmm. never to talk something about yeah the project of a big the project at the beginning is a fun part yeah then you when you have know. to apply the project is like pain but all, all day long. also when you give the house many many of our uh of my uh old customer are people who give the house to to make some scene of the uh, of the works we mm-hmm. we use for for um, for documentary, so you can imagine mm-hmm. that really we have uh, a very good uh, mm-hmm. feelings at last. Mm-hmm. But you know, you spend a lot of your time um, talking about problem with people, uh, and so I, in one moment of my life, I say, okay, uh, I want to talk about uh, something beautiful, and I want that people when talk about me talk about a person that uh, uh, bring beauty not problems mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So at last I decided to change uh, work. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and definitely you bring in beauty with those uh, beautiful costumes. Um, another thing, as I said before, you're a dancer, a musician. That's one great thing as you do for the carnival, for the Marie. And now I, I wish, I don't know if you do it for the public, it is to teach, uh, you give uh, lessons uh, of uh, the way the people used to dance back in the old days, very old days. <laughs> is this something you do also for the public or just for the carnival to the girls of, uh, of the Marie? It happens that uh, I gave this kind of lesson, uh, but usually um, into other, uh, for example, university courses mm. or uh, simply because when you show how people move, uh, you can explain more the things that are around uh, of the culture of the period. Mm. You know, when um, I always say to the, lay, to the Marias, for example, uh, I'm not teaching you to dance because it's impossible that you learn dancing in, uh, in two in hours. Hour. Yeah, exactly. uh, what I teach you is what you have to feel when you are wearing this costume and when you are um, giving back life to a lady of uh, Renaissance. Mm -hmm. So we talk more about the spirit. And if you understand the spirit, for sure, your movements and everything uh, gonna became look like the originals one. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I explain them how they, for example, um, pick up the, the skirt mm -hmm. uh, or, for example, the fact that they never make um, uh, steps forward forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is quite particular because for us it's quite impossible to think that uh, uh, you never make um, uh, step forwards. But uh, from the philosophical point of view at the period, means that uh, if you make a step forward, means that uh, you are coming back on your step. Oh, uh, okay. And was something wrong? Because when you say something, you have to leave these things all your life. Mm -hmm. um, and so you never have to stop, st make a step forward. Uh, if you want to come back to, uh, to what you made before, you have to make a long circle uh, that at last uh, bring uh, you um, back, but not going forwards. Whoa. You want to come back, look like an in, uh, in, in infinito. Uh, yeah, yeah, an infinito. You just have to, to walk around and you come back in the place where you, where you start, but not going back, but simply going on in a different direction. God, that was a complicated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's really interesting. If you think that you never can, you, you can never say, um, I didn't do it. You always yeah. have to be honest. And yeah. at last, also from your mistake, you can go on. Oh, um, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so what are your next projects even for the next few months, apart from the documentary that you're doing? Uh, in this moment, this uh, documentary and uh, uh, an event for a, a private event at half of October uh, for a structure here in Venice. Mm -hmm. uh, we have organized all the night uh, for the guest of the event. Nice. And then you're going to start thinking about carnival and the next. Oh, we didn't, I didn't say, I mentioned before the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> the chocolate is our moment during the I carnival know. because, you know, all the other moments, uh, of course, we have to think about uh, um, 
what is organized in the city and so you yes, have to, of course. Uh, to you are involved in something that involves all the city while the chocolate usually is something that is made just for our friends mm-hmm. uh, we know one each other uh, in fact we don't make many advertise about it yeah it's, um, a, it's a beautiful event that you organize in a beautiful location usually oh, it's, yeah and it's always different and usually yeah. uh, we make a tour to explain why we are there and from which point of view is an historical uh, place uh, to stay and to see. And, uh, and after, of course, uh, we have all the um, singers and players, all the mm-hmm. things, but it's very important also the place where we um, organize the event because in this way we also talk about uh, Venetian histories, yeah. also having the chocolate. So it's not simply a moment when you have fun but yeah. it's a moment that uh, enrich the idea you have of venice yeah it's a cultural event yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we you know it's one of our problem we are not able to make something just for fun you know for us why not fun and culture is the same thing well because... it, 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 well it should be i mean i yeah, think yeah. also for people that come to venice it is a great opportunity uh Wearing one of your costumes, I think, is a bit different than just going wearing a mask or a, a you know your the costume that you can buy online mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. is uh, understanding also a period of time of Venice um, and understanding carnival in a different way. I think so. It's uh, it's great what you do. Raffaele, <laughs> what can I say? Thank you so much for this lovely talk. Where can people find your the website and the social media? Okay, well, Pietro Longhi is uh, the, the is Atelier Pietro Longhi, and so in uh, in Instagram and Facebook you find Atelier Pietro Longhi, okay. while the the official website is www.pietrolonghi.com. Okay, all of the information anyway, I will put them on my website. Thank you so much again. And I know you're off to now to some event at the film festival, I assume. (laughs) Lucky one, lucky one. And by the way, uh, Raffaele is amazing. He knows everything about the Excelsior Hotel. It was uh, such a lovely talk. He gave us a while back about the history and everything with incredible and he knows everything about the film festival too uh <laughs> so say hi to all the vips that you're gonna meet and all the movie star for me uh we see are gonna miss <laughs> take loads of photos and mm-hmm. big envy from this part uh, thank you again for uh coming on the episode <laughs> thank you to you for uh for this chat <laughs> <laughs> okay ciao 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 ciao, ciao. Thank you again, Raffaele, for the beautiful, informative chat. You can find Raffaele and his team at www.pietrolonghi.com and all social media with at Pietrolonghi. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featuring the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. 
Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy, and we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.